So obviously want to dig into the new album and look back on the uh, tour you just did and talk about some of the videos and also want to learn about The Devil's Dozen and talk a little music with you. But uh, let's dig into the album. I hope I pronounce it right. Egdesis? The actual pronunciation, I believe it's Egdesis. Egdesis. Yeah, it's a very rarely used word, so don't worry about that. It's mainly used in science, so... A lot of people don't really know exactly how to pronounce it. That's fine. <laughs> well, I want to be able to pronounce it right on the radio and certainly want to get that right. But I, I did see that it is a, a, a scientific turn about shedding skin. And I'm kind of curious, what, did, what <laughs> old skin did you leave behind in making this new album? <laughs> I like the way you put it worded. Um, I want to say that we mainly chose this name for the album because of the times we lived in, you know, like we still are in this time, <laughs> technically, but it was way harder, way harsher before. So basically connecting to that meaning of metamorphosis, we were hoping for this change for the bad, you know, in a way. And um, in, the, in general for the world, not just us as people, uh, as musicians specifically, you know, we, yeah, we are hoping for the, this like metamorphosis from this nightmare to something brighter, to something better, to something new, just like it happens in nature. Yeah, it's also definitely connected to us specifically as um, personalities and what we were going through in our personal life. But yeah, hopefully, you know, from this dark and scary cocoon we can um i don't know um rise again as a beautiful butterfly let's say that <laughs> <laughs> well we all kind of hope to do that right as people in life i mean no one wants to be static the same person you want to grow and mature in life exactly. and I, i'm kind of curious with uh, with bands and albums do you go in with any sort of mission statement like i want to do i want to be more melodic i want to explore more sounds no. or, or is it just about writing the the best song and, and just crafting the songwriting process we just um follow our instincts and just have fun as much as we can with it. Uh, We don't really have goals like, you know, I'm going to write this type of music or that type of music. We stick with what we love and who we are and try to be as genuine, as real as possible when it comes to specifically our art. Because, you know, let's be honest, we do this mainly in the first place for ourselves. It's our own medicine. It's our own therapy. So it has to satisfy that first. And then if that also has listeners and, and, um, you know, lovers, that's awesome. It's amazing, you know, when people can relate to what you are writing about, what you feel like, you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, we don't really have goals like, oh, this album is going to be more melodic or this album is going to be more heavy or whatever. No, we never really, uh, have that, uh, to start with. I, I can appreciate that. I can totally appreciate that. Uh, I'm loving the album. And, and it, one of the things I love about it is that I can't put you guys in, in a box, so to speak. I mean, I feel like that's my job as a that's DJ to some, <laughs> to some degree. I'm supposed to say, well, they're kind of like this or that, but I, I really cannot with you. And, and that's one of the things I love about your band. I love some of the electronic elements that you bring into it. And I was kind of curious about that too. Does that come from like a, a, a love of 
uh, industrial music that like that's what I'm getting out of it, or is it more from like an EDM side kind of thing? Or you tell me. Not at all, neither. I would say it's just for the love of music. We just love the sounds in general. We love to experiment with sounds, and it's something we've been doing since album number one. Uh, if you go back into the archives, throughout every single album, we have electronic songs, we have electronic pods in metal heavier songs. So almost every single album has that. So it's kind of probably a little bit our signature, but we just love it, you know, a lot. We just try to uh, not be part of any specific label or specific definition or specific, uh, you know, genre of music. We just we just create. And if this song came out more electronic fine you know as long as it um, delivers emotion and it delivers what we planned one what the lyrics have and what the intentions were on that emotional level so if if the song is heavier and it kicks ass and it's super rough and it doesn't even need electronics fine as well you know really what it is it's we are not following any like rules to where like oh metal has to be this way pop music has to be this way and i don't know electronic music has to be that way reggae music has to be this specific way i don't think that that is very fair i think that the best is when you actually are able to mix that properly and uh some of my favorite bands i'm listening to are bands that are not afraid to mix like even rappers or pop musicians that are not afraid to add some unusual stuff to their music I love it. I love it. It's it, it. I do think it is kind of a signature thing of yours, and I do love the the mixing and blending of all these different things. But speaking of mixing it up, I certainly wanted to touch on uh, the realm of chaos with your friend Heidi mm-hmm. Shepard of the Butcher Babies chipping in on that yeah. one. And congratulations on. I was bummed I missed it, but you guys just completed a fall U.S. tour, and and I don't believe there was yeah. any COVID cancellations. I feel like you should get like a a badge or a button or a a medal or something <laughs> for making it through with no uh, COVID delays. Yeah, we actually. Uh tried our best to follow certain basic rules and we were all very respectful everybody in that tour you know because there was a lot of people i believe we had a uh, um all together between three bands and the crew members we were like 30 people so something around that i don't i don't remember exact number but yeah, we, we were all very respectful and tried our best to, um, you know, follow basic rules about, you know, the uh, hygiene and uh, I guess, you know, just being cautious about everybody around it. It was a little bit more difficult when it came to like meet and greets and VIP meetings because uh, people were like, oh, let's take a picture without a mask. And you're like, uh I'm going to get kicked out of the tour. You know what I mean? Like, you had to tell them drastically like that. Otherwise, they would be like, unvaccinated. I was like, yeah, we are too, because otherwise we can't travel. That doesn't mean anything. You know, we had to, like, kind of, it's almost like we were forced to explain ourselves sometimes. But for the majority of the time, I got to say, super respectful fans, super respectful audience, amazing. You know, everybody understands that, hey, We've been home for too long. We need this to be over, and we will only be able to make this uh, go away if we cooperate together. I'm so glad you guys did. And and talk about uh, picking Heidi for the track. I mean, did you write it and instantly yeah. think of her? How did that come together? 
No, actually, that's very funny how uh, unplanned that actually was. Um, long before the th this uh, U.S. tour that we just talked about, we uh, we were working on this new album. You know, we worked on it last year and and a little bit more in the beginning of like this year. And actually, I recorded the vocals for the songs fully. We actually do have a version with just me. When we were like uh, in, uh, still in the process of like the editing and everything, there were specifically two songs that, in my opinion, needed that extra spice, maybe somehow with a guest artist. But I just brought that idea out without really thinking about anybody specifically to my boys. And they were like, yeah, that would be awesome. But you know, how are we going to make this happen during COVID, you know? So right away, very organically, my mind went to my friend Heidi, because um, we became super close friends. And she lives now in Las Vegas as well. So we see each other a lot. I knew she wasn't too busy. And she really likes what I do with the, my band. And um, I was like, I can maybe ask her, you know, and everybody in my band was like, yeah, that would be great. Ask her and, you know, we'll take it from there, depending on how she reacts. She right away loved the idea. I, I gave her uh, the option of uh, a couple of songs and she agreed on this one, which I think um, is the best one for the collaboration. And yeah, it just worked out. Uh, I was actually the one recording her because I have a vocal studio in my house and that's how I recorded all my parts as well. So I was also the sound engineer, or whatever, producer <laughs> for this song, I guess, for her part. Uh, I mean, from my part too, because I we couldn't go to recording studios so i had i had to record myself so that was interesting but uh very uh, unique and very um i don't know exciting I, I loved it it was for the first time that I, I did that you know obviously it wasn't easy i had to learn a, a recording program from scratch something i never even closely <laughs> knew about because that's what you know vocalists we i mean yeah i don't want to generalize but the majority of us we go to the recording studio, we are in our own little booth, and we talk to the sound engineers through the microphone and, you know, see each other, like hear each other in the headphones, and we just do a bunch of takes, and he's there to produce you, work with you, push the buttons and all that, right? We don't do that. We don't do that ourselves. Like other musicians uh, are a little bit more accustomed with that, like guitar players. They do that all the time. So yeah, I had to learn that from scratch. And with the help of my bandmates, uh, it was possible. And little by little, slowly but surely, <laughs> I learned uh, my part what, uh, in regards to vocals. And that's what I did. So I got to ask you then, did, did you get the engineering bug or you, can you wait to go back to the old model of just hearing the guy in the headphones telling you what to do? I like both, honestly. I feel like I am just such a such a hard critic. Like I'm always like, delete, 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 delete. You know, like I'm not never like fully happy because I am just, I don't know, I'm very picky when it comes to my vocals specifically. Perfectionist. Uh, I guess. I don't know. So uh, it helps having somebody else, especially I love working with the guy we've been working for years and he is actually our friend now, but he's been producing all, all our albums and he knows exactly what I'm capable of, you know, and he does, he's not afraid to tell me these things. And I love that about him because I love honesty. I hate when people trying to be nice to me and then I'm not happy with the result. You know, I hate that so much because I need honesty, full transparency when it comes to everything in life, but specifically with my music, you know? So yeah, I, I like both, I guess. 
Okay, okay. Last thing I had for you, and I appreciate all the time, but uh, we're an old school radio station, and every night at 10 o'clock, we do uh, what we call mandatory Metallica, where we play a bunch of Metallica songs. You are going to be a part mm-hmm. of that, so I wanted to talk Uh-oh. Metallica with you. Are you a Metallica fan? Uh-oh. How did you learn about Metallica? Are you not a fan? I don't think I can call myself a... I can't call myself like a diehard fan, but I absolutely love and appreciate everything they did, and my first album I ever learned about Metallica was the Black Album. Um, so, yeah, I mean, obviously, I, I even, like, sang with my vocal teacher, my very first vocal teacher. I sang some of the, you know, ballads with her, her playing piano and me singing it. So, of course, I have a lot of appreciation for the band. And certainly of the, course. the brand that they've built over, you know, the, their entire career and to be able to go and play anywhere in the world and sell out an arena at any time, like, they're, they're yeah. the kings for sure. It's beautiful. Do you have a favorite Metallica yeah. song we could play for Mandatory Metallica? Um, let me think. What would be a good one? Um, like Inner Sandman? Okay, okay. That is a good one. Nothing Else Matters is obviously very good. But I think I would go with an older one, um, and I'll go with the song One. One. I love it. A double kick, a drums, <laughs> uh, drums. Yeah. And, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, I feel like they went, like, the the... Just the way that song evolves, and it's a whole story. And I don't know. It's, it's really cool. I love that song a lot. Beautiful. Thank you so much for the time, and best of luck with the album, and hope to catch you on the next U.S. tour. Thank you so much for having me, seriously. My pleasure. Have a good one. Happy holidays. Thank you. Bye-bye. You too. Dude, you absolutely rock. Thank you so much for checking out the entire interview. Now just hit subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast, Radioactive Mike Z. My interviews in their entirety, available on all the major platforms. Tune in, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, whatever you're listening to right now. Just hit the subscribe button. Make sure to give me a follow on the socials as well. I'll follow you back at MikeZ967. And bro, don't miss the radio show. Now 10 p.m to midnight on 96.7 KCAL Rocks in the Southern California Inland Empire area, Riverside, San Bernardino County. Always streaming on live at kcalfm.com. You, my friend, absolutely rock.